If it's Tuesday night, it must be drunk sports. I'm Jonathan Levy. Sitting over there opening his third beer is Grant Dennison. How you Why? doing? Why does it always splash, Colin West? <laughs> Colin West, a physicist, perhaps, according to him, according to Twitter him even. I don't even know if that's actually Colin West. I, I know. I just realized that. Wow, Which just, Colin West, though? It's, it's disturbing. Which one? Well, what do you mean? Twitter? <laughs> okay. Good well, start. Welcome, new listeners, is hey, what I'd like to you say. You know what I would like from you, Jonathan? Please. Because you always open the show. I do. You have the privilege of opening the show. I'm very happy of to do it. Of the three podcasts we do on a weekly basis, I only get to open one of them. Yeah. Those are the best openings. But You're crazy. But I would love on. it if you would do a more sportsy voice, because you almost oh. did one this time. Yeah, I sort of played you with like that. You started with it, but I'd like you to, to get... Let's let's hear one. Let's hear, Let's try one. I just would like to say one thing. Whenever I do things that are more sportsy on this show, you criticize me and say, that's like every other sports yeah, show. You can't, blah, blah, you, can't blah. With, you can't win with me. Yeah, There's okay, no good. chance. All right. You're done already. But all right, shall we try again? Yeah, go for it. All right. If it's Tuesday night, it must be drunk sports. Sitting over there is Grant Dennison. I'm Jonathan the Diesel Levy, and here we go. How was that? That was pretty good. All right. That, that actually took good. some energy. Can I try one? Go for it. Do you enjoy madness and sports <laughs> and alcohol? It's drunk sports. <laughs> the only place that gets you off every time. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is the biggest laugh I've ever had on this show. Yeah, that was so. incredible. Wow. Oh, I'm so glad we do this. Yeah. This is the one thing we do that makes us no money, but it's yeah. amazing. It's cool. Anyway, Maybe one day. So this is a show about sports. <sighs> uh, this is a show where it's also a drinking game. I get progressively drunker as we go. As Jonathan already noted, I drank two beers before we began. Jonathan will not stop laughing, and it's infecting me. <laughs> uh, so I'm on my third beer. If yeah. you want to play the drinking game, drink along with Grant. You can drink at the same pace as me, 5% beers. You can drink higher alcohol beers for gold medal level. I wouldn't do that. But do that. Don't do that. I mean, be a man or a woman. Or bronze level and just drink half as much as like me. Like a baby would. Like a little baby. <laughs> yeah, like a little baby. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> anyway, let us know if you're doing it. It'd be cool. So we have sports topics to talk about, don't we? <laughs> Let's get into those. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Just in case you're new to the show, Grant does get progressively drunker as we talk sports throughout the show. He's going to end up about nine or ten beers deep by the this time we're done. This might not be the one for new new listeners. Well, <laughs> you know, you know like they, they might have already <laughs> given up on it. Fair point. But just in case, someone, yeah. maybe some people are charmed by that opening. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. Uh, I found it charming. Grant's going to be nine or ten beers deep by the end, and the last quarter is LTDFI, Let the Drunk Fix It, where I post sports and non-sports-related dilemmas to Grant, and he does his best to come up with creative and fun fixes to everyday's life's everyday problems, I should say. Life's everyday problems. That's my new yeah. thing. You got, you got mildew in your tub? I'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm drunk enough, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so shall we get into quarter number one and headliners? Yeah. We should do a show called The Drunken Plumber, just because the name is cool. But other than that, I don't know what we would do. I mean, we don't plumb. No, but mildew, I can fix it. <laughs> all right, moving on. Okay. No, let's do We're it. are not all going to land. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, okay. It, it's okay. Here we go. Ray Lewis. Yes. Recently. Murdered somebody again? No, no, no. Not this time. Okay. No death was involved. Unless, in some ways, some people may say this was a bit of a drive-by, though. He was talking to Fox Sports 1 last Thursday about Joe Flacco, and this is what he said. Gifted? Absolutely. Passionate about what he do? I've never seen that. 
I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how many times you'll hear somebody just really go out on a limb to defend he's the greatest team I've ever had. I just don't know how many times you'll hear that. He said some other stuff, but that was, you know, that was the bulk of it. That's quite a high bar, the greatest teammate I've ever had. I think Ray Lewis maybe thinks people say that about him. They so might, then he thinks well, they're supposed to say that about Flacco. You have to say nice things about Ray Lewis. I mean, you but, know why. I yeah. mean, I, you will be dead, son. I, be careful what you say about Ray Lewis. What if he finds this clip? He, well, he would have turned it off after that get off thing, you know. He's like, Prob- that's not for me. Probably, probably. Yeah, so it's okay. I feel safe. So Ray Lewis is basically saying Joe Flacco is a talented player who is not any fun to be teammates with and doesn't care about winning. Yeah, isn't passionate enough and yeah. doesn't inspire people, I feel like, is what he's ultimately getting at the heart of, right? Right. I mean, there's maybe some truth to that. A lot of people talk about how Joe Flacco has one of the best arms in the NFL, and he, he's quite accurate, and he just he never really has that much success. I guess he won the Super Bowl. I mean, his first five years, he went to the playoffs. Yeah. And he won the Super Bowl with a bad team. I mean, that's pretty good. It and might he was, just be and he had an face. incredible playoff run. It might just be his face. Yeah. It looks like he doesn't care. He definitely does not look that interested in life, let alone football. You yeah. know what I mean? He just looks like unhappy and like he's right. drinking sour milk the whole time. Yeah, like, I'm not interested in hearing him talk. No. And such. No. Yeah. Or move. Right. I don't so, want to see him Okay, move. what is Ray Lewis ultimately trying to get at here, and why is he saying this? I think he's just... Okay, I think ultimately... Underneath it all, there's a strong belief in football players and football coaches, in football culture, that you have to be passionate and love the game to be a great player. Play through the concussion. That's part of it, actually. This is true, by the way, not just in football. This is true in basketball. They talk about, does he love basketball, right? Well, football is a bit different, though. Go on. It's a bit more extreme. Yeah. Yeah. In what ways are you thinking? I think we're thinking in different ways. I mean, I have anecdotes, that's all. But I've already said this on the show before. But, for example, I have a friend who played football in high school, got seven concussions during the course of his high school football career, was never going to play football at any higher level. And all of his friends, including me, did not play football, kept telling him to stop playing football. And he's like, you don't get it. You can't fucking quit football. Right. You just can't. Right. Yeah. So there's that, but then there's also the other side of it, which is football, like everybody who's playing football in the NFL is hurting, except maybe some of the kickers, right? It all, it hurts them all to play and it sucks. Yeah. And you also have to get shots. You have to do all these things. And maybe there's a real concern that if you don't love the game, if it's just your job, you won't actually push yourself through the pain enough to be effective. Not even talking about concussions, just like normal sort of football level pain. You know, your knee hurts, your back hurts, your neck hurts, things like that, which guys play through all the time. But maybe you just won't do it or you won't, you, know, you won't go all out in certain spots because it hurts a little too much if you don't really love it. Maybe that's true. I don't know. Maybe it is. So what do you think Ray Lewis's endgame is here, if there is one? I'm not, I shouldn't maybe assign Ray Lewis as a mastermind, but is he trying to get Joe Flacco to, off the Ravens? Is he trying to get Joe Flacco to try harder? What is he trying to do? I think Ray Lewis's endgame is to get back on an NFL studio show Yeah, because he's got kicked I off the I guess saying something controversial is a good way to do that. Absolutely. So that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's a really— Why did he get kicked off ESPN? Just because he wasn't that good? I think because they realized he killed the guy. Well, they knew that before, for sure. I don't know sure. if they were so sure about it. But then they like the new they evidence come it. out. Somehow? They looked into it a little closer, and they decided, "Oh yeah, he did help cover that thing up." I mean, no one really thinks he killed the guy, right? They just think he, he assisted in killing a guy, right? And helped cover up the killing of which guy, is right? a good teammate, right? I mean, yeah. that's passion, right? Yeah. If you're not passionate about killing a guy, I don't know if I can have you in my car and on my team. <laughs> that makes sense. If I thought Joe Flacco had murder in his heart, I'd feel better about. Well, the let me thing. ask you about Joe Flacco. Yeah. Do you think he has any bright future left in with the Ravens? Yeah. 
You I do. do. Um, Joe Flacco is what the 17th best quarterback in the league, maybe a little better. The 15th best quarterback. He might, he might even be higher than that. Really? It's hard to tell. It's. I mean, it's hard to tell. But like, okay, it's hard yeah. to tell. I mean, Fine. he's better than Jay Cutler, right? Yes. Yeah. Jay Cutler's like the 23rd best quarterback. <laughs> Probably. I mean, Probably. yeah, these are these are numbers I'm sort of making yeah, up. Yeah, you but, are. But they give you a sense of where I think these guys really stand, too, right? Yeah. I think of Joe Flacco as being slightly below average or average as a quarterback. It sounds about right. He just had one super hot playoffs where he was amazing and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Who do you think is better between him and Ryan Tannehill, for example? Joe Flacco. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Joe Flacco is consistent. You can count on him to... Win you a big games in big spots. He's good in the clutch in general as well. Like I, Joe Flacco's reasonable. Tannehill yeah. may not even be reasonable. So far, it's hard to tell, but I yeah. guess he's had quite a bit of time. He's like his fifth year now. Something like that. Yeah. It's too long. Yep. Too long for the Ronnie Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill Express. Ronnie, Ronnie Tannehill. <laughs> Ronnie Tanny Bill. Yeah. Express. Yeah. It's hard to say people's names. You know. I got a lot going on over That's here. Pro- this is pro- when you're a podcaster, saying people's names <laughs> is part of it. So well, I'm going to stop saying people's names, and then we'll see how I do. Just say, like, <laughs> Browns, say- Browns player A. Exactly. Player and X. I'll have to guess who it is. Yeah, that's good. Okay, yeah. well, let's play that game. Okay. For the rest of the show. <laughs> Great. The listeners are going to love that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, maybe we'll see how it goes. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit more about Baltimore before we move on to the next topic. Baltimore's 5-5. Five and five. They're actually leading the AFC North right now. They're tied with Pittsburgh, but they're in first place AFC officially. North's surprisingly bad division. Yeah, well, if Pittsburgh was what we expected them to be, then we'd think it was a normal division, right? Yeah. I guess Cincinnati's been a disappointment. Four or five too. weeks ago, we were discussing Pittsburgh among the best AFC teams. Yeah. yeah. You were super high on Pittsburgh. They you looked kept, really good. You were saying that you thought they were maybe the Super Bowl team and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So, I was wrong. Yeah. I'm often wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm good at this. No. I just talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep. Okay, good stuff. Uh, anything else before we move on? Don't think so. Okay. Hey, you know who sucks? Uh, yeah, I do. Who? A lot of teams, but I think I know who you're going to say. Well, who, who do you think? Just I think it's the Cleveland Browns. Yes. You, how how did great. I do that? I'm not sure. Maybe you knew I was going to talk about the Cleveland Browns already. Cleveland Browns are currently 0-10. No, they're not, sir. They're 0-11. That's bad. Sorry. That's really, really bad. Um, they're got a really good chance at 0-16, right? They have RG3. They do, and they said he might come back in Week 14. They would be thrilled with that, just the potential that RG3 could be your quarterback instead of fucking Cody Kessler, I guess. Cody Kessler has not been absolutely horrible. I guess not. I mean, that's all I got. But that's, his, that's what I'm hanging my hat on is not absolutely horrible. In McCown fair. is better than Kessler. They just don't want to play McCown because he's old, and they don't care about winning right now. I mean, I think they want to see if Kessler can be anything. Because exactly. They're Owen, whatever. Kessler's passer rating is 92.6. That's not terrible at all. His no. completion percentage is 66%. He's getting 7.1 yards per attempt, which is a little low, but that's fine. Kind of bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's not, that's not horrible. Six to two touchdowns and interceptions. I mean, he's been all right. Just the team keeps losing anyway. He's like a worse Alex Smith by a lot. Right now, but the thing is, yeah. he's young, and Alex Smith is never going to get any better. Kessler could still become an actual player. Don't, don't you discount the 35-year-old resurgence of Alex Smith? I don't think he's 35. Uh, no, but when he turns 35, yeah. that's when he starts getting better. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it going to be like him and Aaron Rodgers are going to, like, you know, uh, Smith will get good and Aaron Rodgers will get terrible because they're yeah, And finally, finally, he'll live up to his draft. He'll say, who's number one now, bitch? That Stuff sounds like, that. like Alex Smith. I've heard him say that, actually. Yeah, he's a Mormon, right? Uh, no, he just went to Utah. Oh, but he's not a Mormon? I don't think he's a Mormon. I think only Mormons go to no, Utah. No, no, only Mormons go to BYU. Yeah. That's different. Well, yeah. <laughs> you clearly don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, so the Browns, first question, are they actually going to go 
Owen 16. Yes. Wow, you seem so clear I'm about that. I'm going to call my shot there. Yeah, let's take a look at who they're playing. Yeah, I didn't do that before. Okay, I got That's it right here. So I got their schedule. Flippantly. So to be clear, they've lost to the Eagles, the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Patriots, the Titans, the Bengals, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Steelers. Okay. That's all the teams. Very few of them were close, by the way. The right. Dolphins was a six-point loss. That was okay. The Titans, Titans, they lost by two. That's right. Very good. The Jets was a three-point loss. That's it. Nothing else was close. Okay. Now, they host the Giants. They're going to lose that, probably. Yeah, they are. They host the Bengals. Bengals aren't looking that good. AJ Green's hurt. Yeah. Maybe they go to Buffalo. I mean, yeah. they're probably going to lose that game. They host the Chargers. Yeah. They're going to get killed. And uh, they go to Pittsburgh. They're going to lose. Yes, they are. I think they might go in 16. They have a reasonable chance. What what percentage chance would you actually give them to go in 16? Like, if I was going to give you odds, what odds would you accept? I think they say? have like a 35 to 40% chance of going in 16. I think 30 is not is about right, give or take. Yeah. yeah, like less than less than even. It's money. a really bad team, and it's <laughs> yes, it is. It's not fun for the fans because it's not like they have a roster with a ton of potential either. Sometimes there's a team like the 76ers in the NBA, and it's as a fan, I'm sure it's very frustrating, right? But still, the 76ers have a ton of young talent. The Browns don't really have that. They have some young talent. They have some. I mean, they have RG three. They have Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor is better than RG three in terms yeah. of young talent. Cody, Cody Kessler. Maybe. I mean, like, do we care? I don't know. Jamie maybe. Collins. Sure. Um, they have uh, a the running, running back. Well, they have Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson. I yeah. Mean, that's not like that exciting. I mean, Isaiah Crowell was one of the best running backs in the SEC and tore it up. And Duke Johnson's the all-time leading rusher at the U. That's not yeah, horrible. Every running back in the NFL has some sort of hyperbolic stat like that. Yeah, that's absolutely so right. So <laughs> I, I don't think we can say they have a ton of potential at running back. I here. mean, they could be pretty good at running back if they had, you know, better offensive linemen. They still have Joe Thomas, but he's getting old now. They have a, a linebacker who's got decent numbers. Uh, he's a third rounder from 2014 named Christian Kirksey. Have you heard of him? No. When you say decent numbers, what do you mean? Tackle I mean, numbers? He currently has 103 tackles. Yeah, but that's just like a yeah. middle linebacker. And the other teams yeah. are always winning, so they run the ball up the that's, middle yeah. every time. Okay, that's fine. Those are not, that doesn't mean Yeah, anything. so he's not really exciting but either. Th- that was a good try. Yeah, they don't have anything exciting going on. I mean, they traded for Jamie Collins. They gave up a, a compensatory third round pick, which was a good move for them because if they somehow decide to not sign Jamie Collins because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year or he just signs somewhere else, they get a third round pick back. They're going to get a compensatory pick back. Sure. So that was good. But they Apparently, Jamie Collins doesn't listen to anybody. That is apparently... I mean, the Patriots, who have Super Bowl aspirations, let go of the guy who may have the most talent on the entire defensive end of the ball. They just gave him away for free, effectively. And to get nothing back, even right now, to help them at all. That's how little they like Jamie Collins. That's crazy. That's not very much. Yeah, so apparently Jamie Collins wants huge money. And I guess the Browns have got to at least be considering it, right? Otherwise, why would they make this trade? Yeah. Maybe they actually just made this trade to try and get a few W's and think they can let him go anyway, and it... What do they care? Is Hugh Jackson going to make it to next year? He claims he is. Okay. He says that Jimmy Haslam, the owner, knows that they're not going to be any good, understands that, and that they knew that going in, and there's no pressure, and he loves the organization because everyone's like on his side. Well, it's a good thing to say if you're trying to keep your job, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's definitely smart to compliment yeah. the owner. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. Hugh Jackson, I am really not a fan of Hugh Jackson. And I don't mean that in terms of as a person or anything like that. I don't mean that. I have no idea about that guy. He seems like a perfectly nice guy. So I don't mean it that way. Just in terms of his coaching, here's what I know about Hugh Jackson. When he was coaching the Raiders, he somehow had all the power. I don't know how that happened. That's beer number four, people. So keep up. He had all the power and he traded a first and a third rounder for Carson Palmer, who was retired at that point. 
had him for half a season and then lost him. That yeah. was a bad move. That was basically mortgaging the future because he only cared about winning right now because he was worried about his job. By the way, he was then fired. Now he joined Cleveland, and he's been talking about winning championships in Cleveland. Well, I They're mean, 0-11. He's he should, talking about titles. He should try to win championships. <laughs> he should. That's part but of his job. He's saying things like, you know, everyone better get their wins now because, you know, soon it's you're just, you know, we're going to kill you. He keeps saying things like that. Well, that's like, that's ridiculous considering maybe my perception is wrong and they have a lot of young talent right. that I'm unaware of. But, like, Duke Johnson's the fucking guy you're talking about? You're so excited about Duke fucking Johnson? Cleveland does have some extra first-round picks and, and a lot of nice draft picks coming up because they traded the number two overall pick to Philly, which, of course, turned into Carson Wentz. Sure. It's possible Cleveland would like to do over on that, even yeah. though they've got those nice picks. I mean, that's a year from now when they get to actually cash him in at earliest. And, you know, Carson Wentz is at least a reasonable quarterback. He's better than anybody the Browns have. It seems like it. Well, McCown might actually be better at this point. I but... mean, Kessler's been okay. Yeah. Just not good. I'd rather have Wentz. I mean, yeah, everyone would rather have Wentz. Yeah. But would you rather have Wentz or would you rather have, you know, two first rounders, a second rounder, and a third rounder? Because that's too early like to that. say. Right. Yeah. So Cleveland may still work that may still work out for the Browns ultimately. Yeah. Maybe. Could. I'm not sure. It could. I mean, I don't know. These draft day trades, sometimes they work out great for one team and terrible for the other. Sometimes you can never really tell. But yeah. you know, there's like the classic Rams trading with the Bills, so the Bills traded up to get Sammy Watkins and gave way too much up. Yep. Like, there's stuff like that. That definitely happens. So maybe that's what people will say about this trade eventually. I mean, the Rams did the same thing themselves. They traded up using some of that ammo from the Bills to get Jared Goff, and we'll see what happens with that, you know? The guy couldn't get on the field until they were shitty. Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. He's a rookie quarterback. You don't have to play right away. You don't. But he better show something in, yeah. the, near, you know, in the next year or so. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. All right, before we go... Uh, we were talking just before we started recording about the Atlanta game. Hawks. Yeah, they were playing the Pelicans. Yeah. And they were playing in Atlanta. And when we had last looked, there were six minutes left in the game. And Atlanta was losing by 23. And it, Atlanta is good this year. I think yeah. they were 9-4. And, and the four. Pelicans are not good. The Pelicans, I think, were like 3-8. and eight, And I believe it was 9-4 and four the other way. Those numbers are not close enough to each other. So, But Atlanta almost certainly was 9-4. and four. So maybe the Pelicans were, you know, 3-10 and 10 or something. Sure. So... I don't know what happened there. I want to find out, but let's assume Atlanta lost that game and okay. the Pelicans won. Anything strike you about that? Is funny? Anything you want to say? <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Maybe <laughs> maybe the Pelicans have a shot at being good just because they have Anthony Davis, and maybe they can you know cobble something together. Maybe that's part of it, or maybe Atlanta is really not that good. It's it's hard to know. Here's some interesting facts for you. So okay. certainly, of course, New Orleans did win. They won by 18 points. They went comfortably. They outscored him 34 to 14 in the first quarter. That's weird. In Atlanta. So weird. Anthony Davis played 18 minutes in the game. What? He scored 13 points. What? Yeah. I don't know what happened That's here. crazy. Their bench played very well. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tim Frazier, who started at point guard, as he always does, 21 points, 14 assists, 5 rebounds, 3 steals. That was That's an incredible stat. Only line. one turnover. That's pretty good. Um, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, they got three guys off the bench who scored double figures for them i mean it's just weird i guess atlanta just struggled badly um, it's a long season maybe yeah maybe it doesn't matter at all it's just that's quite an anomaly yeah. for that to be the case weird things happen once in a while you know last night the celtics were in minnesota and were down by 16 points in the fourth quarter and the celtics won on a 19-0 run with about eight minutes left in the game and just won easily wow really weird yeah yeah so you're right there's 82 games right and sample size it's always sample size. part of man. me just wants to see dwight howard fail it really I really, he's playing really well. He's, yeah. He might be their best player. 
He probably is. I mean, Paul Millsap's supposed to be, but I think Howard may actually be their best player. He's certainly more talented. I mean, I guess that's just got to be true, doesn't yeah. it? It hurts yeah. me. It hurts me that you say it. It hurts you. And that's yeah. why I said it. Dwight Howard only played 18 minutes. This is just weird. What's going on? Is 18 minutes the cap Millsap now? played 22 minutes. I don't know what's going on. Was it a really short game? They played, <laughs> It was like a 30-minute game? <laughs> it feels like there was like a rain out, you know, in baseball where yeah. they, there's a big rain delay, and then the pitchers can't come back out. They need new pitchers. It's like all the players are like, well, we, we've used up our legs for this game. We need someone else. I guess. That's. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay. Hold on. No, I'm getting that. Yeah, I'm seeing that now on, oh, on yeah. the wire. CNN. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. It's the leg thing. They okay. Use up their legs. Okay. Cool. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back and we'll get into, you know, the NFL, the NBA, something like that. It's quarter number two. That means we're going to get into the National Basketball Association. Grant is just beginning his fifth beer now. Yes, unfortunately, we had audio issues, 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 and you couldn't hear the satisfying crack of the beer, which that's what people tune in for, man. I know. (laughs) It's okay. There'll be more on this show. Not to worry. Okay. Could you give us that sound one more time, though, just in case? Beep. Close enough. Is that the same? Yeah, that's basically it. Okay, cool. Good job. Okay, so talking about the NBA, because this is our NBA segment. So a few things we're going to talk about. But first, let's talk about how bad the Washington Wizards are this year. Yeah. yeah What's up suck. with that, bro? I don't know. They're supposed to have one of the best backcourts in the NBA. Yeah, people say that. I was talking pretty big stuff about Bradley Beal this year, I believe, on the show to you. He and- talked big about John Wall, too. Well, that's easy to do. Yeah. John Wall has good stats. He's got nice stats. John Wall is a very good player. Yeah. He's got 23.5 points per game, 8.9 assists per game, 4 rebounds per game, and almost 2 steals per game. I mean, that's pretty good, bro. Yeah, Bradley Beal is actually not very impressive except for his scoring. Yeah, he's getting 20 points a game. Yeah. But you're kind of right. Wow, less than 3 rebounds, less than 3 assists, less than a steal. Like This le- is why John like Wall is mad that Bradley Beal makes more money than John Wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to argue that point as I look at these numbers. Wow, these are really bad. Uh, Otto Porter's having an okay, was his third year now in the league? Third or fourth. Yep, he's yeah. starting every game for them. He's getting almost 15 points a game. So there's that in eight rebounds a game. That's not bad. Yeah. But I guess it's not like a star either, is it? Right. So the, I think, you know, there may be something to the whole internal fractions of the Warriors. like Or not Warriors, excuse me, Wizards. Mm-hmm. It's It's been reported that John Wall and Bradley Beal just don't like each other. Especially right. John Wall doesn't like Bradley Beal. I mean, John Wall has said it doesn't really matter how we are off the court. All that matters is we get along on the court, which right. is not a good sign. And John Wall is upset because, I mean, he got fucked by the situation. And it's not really anybody else's fault. But John Wall's contract is ridiculous in comparison to what people are getting now for I a mean, player like John Wall. That's true for a lot of players. Right. Like John Wall's going to have his time in the sun, though. No, he's going to he, make his he money. Is, but now he gets to see Bradley Beal sign a max contract, this guy who's on his team that he's clearly better than, and he doesn't like him. You know how much money Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics, who was on the All-Star team last year, and is very likely to make the All-Star team again this year because he's playing so good. Yeah, great. I know. I, you know how much money he makes? $7 million a year? Like, less. He makes okay. it in the sixes. Just I'm not. I'm not saying John Wall is justified. Okay. I'm saying that he... He's really, petulant. he feels he feels like he's been slighted in, yeah. in some way because Bradley Beal. I think it doesn't help that he really doesn't like Bradley Beal. <laughs> yeah, like there's big differences between these guys. Apparently, Bradley Beal is like a very high work ethic guy who just wants to work out all the time. John Wall wants to party all the time. Really? Yeah. And Bradley Beal will not party with him. They will not party together. God, I would have thought it would be the opposite based on John Wall being so upset about Bradley Beal's contract and all that. Like, yeah. You know, like, I'm working all the time. This party kid, you know, isn't even as good as me or even, and it's got big holes in his game, doesn't even try and get better, and yet he get, makes more money. No. But that isn't John it. Wall's just a lot more talented. Right. Yeah. 
That's just what it is. So I, I think there might be something to that because I think when we were doing our NBA preview, you said the Wizards were a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, you were thinking they were a playoff team. They were a playoff team last year. I'm not sure if I put them in there or not, but I w- definitely considered them. Yeah. So I think there must be something going because they didn't like lose a big piece. Maybe it really is a problem, the locker room problem. I mean, maybe it is. It's weird. I mean, their coach is no good. That doesn't yeah, help. That does not help. I mean, they went from a terrible coach and signed another bad coach. That's just odd. They're four and nine, to be clear. They their last two games. Oh, sorry, not their last two games, but they lost to uh, the Seventy Sixers and the Miami Heat, two teams that are very, very bad. Yeah, this year. I, I had that down too. Yeah, they're very bad. They just beat the Suns because Beal scored forty-two. Okay. Yeah. It's possible that we're, you know, they've been a little unlucky and they're closer to a 500 team and they're just four and nine because think the ball's not bounced their way. Maybe that may show up, but usually when you're four and nine, you suck, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's usually the way it goes. Yeah, not too many NBA teams crawl out of four and nine unless there's a significant injury right. that they had. Which if these John guys Wall don't was have. hurt the whole time, that might make sense. Yeah, but. sure. Or even at like a guy like Gortat who. You know, at least feels like a big center guy who's who's competent and reasonable. But John Wall's right? putting up these like obvious all star numbers, and they it doesn't matter. They're, right, they're still losing. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It seems it's... like Bradley Beal doesn't really do anything but shoot. Like he's based on his numbers. Do you he's... know how how well he shoots? Do you have any of that? I think I might have that. Yes, I do. He's okay. 42.5% from the floor, which is not no. ideal. Three? 36% from three. That's pretty good. And 86 from the line, which is pretty good. But so, but that's not – it's not enough. No. And this is one of the – like, Bradley Beal needs to be better than this for them to uh, be effective. Right. I mean, based on that, I think I'd, this is something we actually debated before the season. Yeah. I think I'd rather have C.J. McCollum than Bradley Beal. I think everyone would yeah. based on where, where he is right now. Yeah. I agree. Markeith Morris not playing too badly. For them, he's getting five, or sorry, six rebounds a game. Oh, he's and 13 points. Let's not go crazy. He's a power forward. He's supposed to get more than six rebounds uh, per game. Yeah, he's like a small ball power forward. But yeah. he's still supposed to do better. Gortat's rebounding well, 12 and a half, scoring 11 and a half points. It's hard to find real, like, silver linings in this team. 1.2 blocks a game. Like, who cares? They have a disgruntled superstar. That's what they have. Well, I think he just needs... Uh, if Bradley Beal was the star that they're paying him to be, I get John Walls being upset now. Yeah. I understand it. Then they would probably be at least five hundred right now. Yeah. But they're four and nine, and you know the arrow's pointing down. It looks like. Yep. They yep. thought they were building something. They thought they had a, like, think, a pretty good young nucleus. I think I guess a they big don't. blow up is coming, and it's going to mm. involve John Wall being on a different team. I think if they can, they'll trade Bradley Beal. Yeah. And get some other piece and keep John Wall because I mean, Wall is obviously you'd rather have John Wall. Yeah. Wall is the piece to build around. There's no other pieces really to build around on this team. It looks like. Yeah, it's interesting because for the past couple of years, they've just been sniffing, sniffing being pretty good, you know, like At being best. a playoff team. Yeah. But now it's like, ah, that's all gone. And what's the point anyway? Like, let's say Bradley Beal is really good. I guess if Bradley Beal is great, then you could add one more piece and you could start to threaten, you know, actual and, good yeah. teams. Right. But they're so far away from that right really now. Really far. Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. All right. Well, that was depressing. I'm depressed. You know what? I don't even want to do this show anymore. Let's just uh, stop. No, I got more beer to drink. So oh, yeah. I can't drink it without a podcast. Also, the drinking game. What are we going to do? Just leave everyone hanging? Yeah, they're going to be like, ah. I, that was, that's the sound they would Oh, sure. no. I wanted uh, to drink more, but now I can't. Uh, it's illegal. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about something that maybe will brighten everyone's day a little bit. Probably not. Okay. But at least the polar opposite. Maybe polar is a little bit of a strong word. But the opposite of the Wizards are the Warriors, another W team. A lot of people hate that team, so this is not going to brighten their day. <laughs> <laughs> that may be true. 
not too long ago, they were the darlings of the NBA, but then Kevin Durant joined them, and now they're kind of the evil empire. People started not liking him that much last year during the playoffs because Steph wasn't acting quite as, as cool as he had been before, and Draymond Green was punching everybody in the dick. Yeah, <laughs> that was a real problem. Yeah. Draymond went from being, like, lovable underdog who makes good to, like, what a loser. Like, why God. is this guy keep punching dicks? Yeah. What is with this guy <laughs> and dick punching? What's going on? I feel unsafe just watching TV right now. Like, what if he runs down the stairs to my basement where I'm watching TV and punches me in the dick? Yeah. Think how much that would hurt. That guy's huge. I would like to point out one thing, which okay. is that he often did not punch people in the dick exactly. Sometimes was, he kicked him in the dick. It was more the scrotum. He was often going for scrotum. Like, when he went after LeBron in game four of the yeah. finals, he, like, did a little finger snap at the scrotum. Right. And who did he kick in the dick? Steven Adams? Yeah. That sounds right. He punched a couple people in the dick. I think he needs, I think he needs <laughs> Steven Adams in the dick. No, kneeing is, is too mundane for Draymond. He yeah. wants it to be toe first. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely said. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, let's let's get into this, though. Uh, the we Warriors, already did. What are you talking about? That's the Warriors, the Warriors are 12-2. and two. Yes. They're good. They they they're two losses though. They got blown up by the Lakers. They got blown up by the Spurs. It's nothing. It's I mean, they're they're still just figuring it out how to use Kevin Durant properly, you know. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Dre's interesting. He's only getting eleven points a game, but seven assists, nine rebounds, and you know, steals, blocks. I think he leads defense. the Warriors in every statistical category besides points. Wow. Because that because Zaza be Pachulia sucks ass, so he yeah. can't lead them in rebounds. Yeah. Iguodala's coming off the bench at 24 minutes a game, giving him a little scoring, a little defense, too. This team is still amazing. Of course they're amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, of course sports networks are going to have to, they're, they're on a 24-hour cycle, so they're going to have to act like the sky is falling when the Warriors lose to the Lakers. Well, it isn't so much them losing to the Lakers, though. It's that they got blown out in Golden State against the Spurs. That's a weird loss for them. It is, but that was the first game of the season. It was. And they don't know how to use Kevin Durant yet. Well, they're starting to figure it out. I yeah, guess. they're gonna they're gonna win the championship. I mean, I right. would, yeah, I you're supposed to take the field in most spots. I don't know if I would. I would not take the field. Yeah, I would take the Warriors over the field. That's terrifying. Yeah, that feels really unfair that that's the case. Actually, yeah, I mean they are going to be as good as everybody thought. It's gonna be hard. It, yeah. It's gonna take a major injury for them not to be. I mean, you're saying they haven't figured out how to use Kevin Durant, and they're twelve and two. Maybe that really should tell us something, right? Like, holy yeah. moly! Well, that's the reason they what? lost two games, maybe. But and you know they do have a serious void at center, but it just doesn't matter. No. If Zaza Pachulia is your starting center, usually your team sucks. Did but you... this team's other four starting players are all-stars. Yes. All of them. Yes. Um, did you see Zaza's dance the other day? I heard about it. I didn't see it. It was pretty extraordinary. It was, was it, short. Was it as good as that Golden State Warrior fan woman's dance? I don't know. Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Anybody who has... I, I mean, I don't know how to properly look it up, but there's a woman who's a fan of the Warriors at Oracle Arena. mm dancing and it goes on forever and yeah. she's just on the camera forever she like in her like middle age type woman she's some something like 50 55 i think i saw like a clip of it but, oh, just but it's second. incredible she really? just doesn't stop she just keeps going and, it's and every new thing she does is awesome really in like a really embarrassing middle-aged white person way uh, but it's like she doesn't care yeah and she knows she's doing it it's great it'll brighten your day okay look it up you yeah. gotta you should see the zaza thing because it's not that it's skillful or anything but it looks like he's sort of shooting funky rays of light out of his fingertips for about four seconds. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
He funky? just like sort of stops and gets all funky with his hands and his, his funky hips. rays of light. Yep, he hits yep. a seventeen footer by the way, an uncovered seventeen footer, and then starts doing this celebration when they're up thirty. It's it's funny. It's pretty great. Well, at least he brings some value to the team then. Yeah, I guess absolutely that counts. Like we're talking about it. He's like so the Drew good. Stanton of of the Warriors. What did Drew Stanton do? He did a fun dance as yeah. uh, as I don't remember which player, but during a key Cardinals game last year, as they ran towards the end zone, Drew Stanton huh. did like a a dance on the sideline that went viral. You know that you know, that reminds me of Bill Grammatica since we're talking about Arizona Cardinals. Bill Grammatica, huh? Yeah, you know, I prefer Martin. Well, Martin is his brother, so fair enough. Bill, uh, do you know about Bill? I know that Bill is a weird name to name your kid if your other kid's name is Martin. Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. But think of his name as maybe William. Not as weird. Uh, anyway, Bill Gramatica, also a field goal kicker. He was a field goal kicker for the Arizona Cardinals. And he would always celebrate like crazy if he hit. Who's, he, who's a, Drew Stanton is a quarterback. Dude. Yeah. So why'd you say also a field goal kicker? Oh, oh, along with the other Gramatica. Yes. Gotcha. The Gramaticas. Okay, okay now I understand. <laughs> I'm glad you asked the question yeah. though, rather than just sitting there. Nodding away as if it's normal and it all makes sense to you. So Bill would celebrate like super intensely, even things like extra points. And this is back before they moved the extra point back. So it was, you know, a 19 yard field goal. Was, he mean, would jump, he'd throw his hands in the air, he would celebrate really loud, jump around, make a big deal out of it. And he, I think, tore his ACL after an extra point doing that. Really? And never played again. I didn't know about that. I just, yeah. no, I know about like uh, line, who was it? The, DeAndre, DeAndre Levy, Levy tore yeah. his ACL celebrating. Yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing way to tear your ACL. It's worse to be doing it on an extra point. Though. It certainly is. But you know what, Bill Gramatica was doing <laughs> what? He was realizing that he's a kicker in the NFL, and yeah. people actually know who you are when you're a kicker in the NFL. Yeah, like more people than most people know about. And this is his moment. Every single time he kicks that ball through those stupid yellow posts, this is his moment. And why not live your life to the fullest? Because afterwards, what are you going to do? He's going to watch football. I mean, be I a dentist. Know. Be a dentist. Nobody cares. I mean, dentists are great. You need I would, a dentist. I would go to Bill Gramatica, the dentist, I got to tell you. Because he'd celebrate every time he did it, like even a littlest thing. Well, what mouth. if he started ce- celebrating too early and he like uh, yeah. messed up your mouth? Or he could just start. He might say he celebrates so intensely. That's part of the problem. By the way, the video of it's great because he's jumping with his arms up in the air, jumping, jumping, and then he just crumbles. You know, no one's around wow. him. And it's funny. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But you're right. It was, it was his brand. Where I still remember it. So there's that. All right. Finally. The Rookie of the Year race is not much of a race at all. We're talking about the National Basketball Association? The National Basketball Association. Yeah. The NBA. My new strategy is to it. take your joke away from you. Yeah, it's not good. to ignore it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a better strategy for sure. It throws me off slightly, at good. least. Unlike the other one. Where I'm going to just... come up with a better. I mean, I'm, I'm like the AI that eventually takes over the world. <laughs> Every new strategy will be slightly better than the last until it's just all over. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Every week of drug sports, I'm going to look forward to that now. Okay, great. So that you know that well, that encourages me to keep saying National Football League and stuff. Everything like that. encourages you to do that. <laughs> you love true. that so no, much. Right. I don't right. know why. There's no rhyme or reason. I know Please why. Please tweet at Drunk Sports Show and try to figure out why Jonathan okay. likes saying it so I, much. I know why I like saying it, but we'll see if the it's because people you get a reaction say, from me. That's probably it. yeah. <laughs> that's a dumb reason. Well, stop being so dumb. All oh, right. that hurts. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, the Rookie of the Year race in the NBA. Yes, the National Basketball Association. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not really much of a race at all. Correct? No, one guy is standing head and shoulders above the crowd. It's not very fair because because he's not really a rookie. But he's never played before. He's never played a single game That's until true. this year. So Joel Embiid. He, yeah, Joel Embiid. Actually, no, Joel. <laughs> it's like the J and the L are right next to each other. Joel. 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 Yeah. Embiid. Joel Embiid. It's weird that he has two eyes in his name. Also, I don't really get that. B I I D. Just seems unusual to me. 
It's, I mean, it's a, it's fine. I'm not criticizing. Would you rather be E E D? I actually would. Joel and bleed. Oh, put an L in there. That Why would be is there incredible. Why is there an L now? Because he can say and bleed. That's so cool. It's he, not that. No cool. one would mess with him. That's not cool. He'd be. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, he's crushing. He leads all rookies in scoring, rebounding, and block shots. By the way, eighteen point four, seven point three, and two point three block shots in very few minutes, like twenty four minutes a game. It's very and impressive. It's, and it, although it's a flawed stat, it's still relevant. His player efficiency rating is almost twenty five, which yeah. is crazy for a rookie. Yeah, really, really good. So yeah. he's crushing it. He is looking like the guy everyone thought he might be. Yeah. What are they going to do with Jalila Okafor? Um, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't know where I was planning on going this segment, but let's talk about it for a second. Okay. I think they're going to have to trade Joel Okafor. You you don't trade Embiid. You keep Embiid. You build around Embiid. It seems insane to trade Joel Embiid. What that if, would be uh, man? Wrong. What if this really happens? What if Ben Simmons, after he comes back from the injury, actually becomes the Ben Simmons people thought he could become? Totally possible. Joel Embiid is currently living up to his potential. Yep, and is certainly going to get better as long as he doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. You got two superstars to build around. Yeah. By the way, Dario Saric is having an okay rookie year at least, and is another guy who you might be able to build around. They also have Nerlens Noel, although I expect he'll be gone at the end of yeah. this year. When they trade Okafor, they're not going to be able to get a whole lot for him. But they're likely to have another top pick in this coming draft, which is another potential superstar. They, they, the process might really have worked if this ha- all comes together. A little late for Sam Hinkie, though. Yeah, yeah. So that's too bad for Sam. But it's kind of, it would be kind of cool if the 76ers just for like, so Jonathan just chucked his iPad basically <laughs> I'm across. So angry across right now the, about Sam Hinkie. He just dropped it and it just went really far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think they have a shot at being really good. And I know this is just one thing, which is Embiid being good. Mm-hmm. But that's a really big key for them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And Embiid has a higher ceiling than a guy like Ben Simmons does. Embiid has, you know, yeah, Embiid has uh, best center in the league level ceiling. And like Simmons is not going to ever be, I don't think, the best small forward in the league or power. Why? What makes you think that? Because there's a million, the guys who are the best in the league are small forwards. Ben Simmons, I think we, I said and you agreed before the season started that Ben Simmons is the closest thing we've had to LeBron James come out of the draft since LeBron James. Yeah. But, but doesn't, that doesn't mean he's gonna right. But I, be I, that. I mean, he might though. Nah, he's probably not. He's but, not. Okay, he's not good enough to be that. Why? Because you just are deciding. I just don't think so. <laughs> I don't know why. I will say this. I I think I'm mostly basing it on, um, you know, how scouts talked about him, and while they think he's got a great chance to be a franchise level player, that people talked about LeBron the day he was drafted by the. I'm going to call them the Indians, but they're not. They're the Cavaliers. They was drafted by the Cavaliers. People were talking about him being in the Hall of Fame. That was I remember watching that. Okay, no I'm not one say, talks I'm not about Ben Simmons, Simmons like that. Is a LeBron level guy, but I don't think you can say he can't be the best small forward in the league. I think that's kind of crazy. Okay, that, I mean, sure, it's a little bit crazy, but I'm saying more like Embiid is going to be a better player. Embiid at his the top of his potential is higher and better than Ben Simmons at the top of his potential. Disagree. That's my point. Why? Because I, I just think their potentials are similar. That's my point. And that's where you're wrong. Well, okay. There's no way to know until they both reach the top of their potential. Yeah. Well, so we'll know in like a few weeks. Yeah. We'll, like, <laughs> yeah. we'll check back in at the end of December. And right. See who's right and who's wrong. They'll, they'll both get there. Yeah. Yeah. For okay. Sure. So why don't we wrap this up here? Uh, anything else you want to say about Rookie of the Year race? Because everyone else sucks. I mean, basically. no, there's nobody else that's worth considering. Not ben right Simmons now. might be worth considering if he yeah. was playing. But yep. it's not like Brandon Ingram's doing anything special. Nope. It's not like, I mean, Jalen Brown looks fine, but he's not anywhere near Embiid. He's getting a few minutes right now. He doesn't look horrible. But yeah, I mean, Embiid actually looks like a. Embiid could make the All Star 
game this year. It's not completely crazy. Yeah. None of these other guys have a chance, right? Right. No, so he's he's like head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Jalen Brown at least was like he's going to finish in the top five unless something weird happens in the voting. Sure. Who cares? But who cares? No one. Embiid's number one unless yep. he gets hurt. Right. Yep. We're halfway through the show, and Grant is halfway through beer number six. Wow, serendipity! Yeah, it's amazing how that, that movie works is out. great. Yeah, John Cusack is incredible, and of course, Kate Beckinsale like crushes it. Of course, I mean, as she does in every um, undead movie, or what are, the, is, what are those movies called? Uh, Vampire Kill Death. Under Underworld. 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 Yeah, there's another one coming out. Like what? A sixth one? No way! I swear, You're she's lying. in it. You're trolling me, bro. I would be, but I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So take that and put it in your pipe. Okay. The National Football League. It's time for talk a little more about that, shall All we? All right. All right. Blake Bortles. Dad, he's bad. He's a quarterback. He's really bad at football. He has not been very successful so yeah. far in the National Football League. It's true. Since he began starting... Do you hear that word? Since he began? Began. So I was going to say became, and then I changed it to began, and it came up can. Well, it's probably better because you were going to say since he became starting. No, since he became the starting quarterback as well. Oh, gotcha. Since he became the starting quarterback of the Jaguars, which was three games into the Jaguars season three years ago, they are 10 and 30. That's bad. That is not good, sir. That is not good. The Jaguars, of course, not having a whole lot of success this year either. And you know who else isn't having a lot of success? Well, the aforementioned Blake Bortles. His numbers are not amazing once again. He's completing 60% of his passes, which in the old days sounds good, but we know isn't that great anymore, yeah. right? His touchdowns, well, he's got 18 of them. He's also got 13 interceptions. And as people who watch the Red Zone, we know that Blake Bortles, all of his touchdowns come in the fourth quarter when his team is hopelessly behind. Right. right. So that isn't really as good as it sounds either. The Jags blow. Bortles isn't any good what are they going to do? I don't know. At least they didn't draft Johnny Manziel. Same draft class. So, you know, they could have drafted Johnny Manziel. They and No, not the same. It is? It oh, is. yeah, third year. You're right. You're yeah. right. Same draft class. Bortles got drafted third overall. Manziel was 22nd. Yeah, you're you know, right. Everybody thought Manziel was going to be the first quarterback taken that year That's until right. a couple months before the draft. And even then, there was a lot of talk that he might go in the top five, and it was a shock that the Jags took Bortles. Yeah. No one thought that he went number three overall. Well, maybe no it should really be a shock that. because Blake Bortles is not any good. He it's, looks like Pete Sampras, except bad at football. Because Pete Sampras is probably better at football. <laughs> well, you think he looks like Pete Sampras? Yes, absolutely. I think Blake Bortles you, looks like Pete have Sampras. Have you ever seen a photo of Blake Bortles? No. I feel I'm like just saying that based on the it. way he plays football. Yeah. No, of course he looks like Pete Sampras. <laughs> Pete Sampras was maybe the greatest tennis player of all time, though. Are you telling me that Bill Russell doesn't look like Morgan Freeman? Yes. So you think I am Bill Russell that. doesn't look like Morgan Freeman? Yes. And Blake Bortles doesn't look like Pete Sampras. <laughs> that is right. That's the position I, you're taking right I'm now. I'm taking those positions. You understand this is going out on the air. Like, people will hear you say these things. That's insanity. Like that, <laughs> insanity. That's, that's how insane it is. <laughs> it's a As new it word. It the word. Of course, Blake Bortles. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't have a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might help. I'll say it, that. He if they let him yeah, have a tennis he's racket. He's no good. He's He's bad. The Jags are 2-8 and eight this year. They're getting outscored by 72 points over the first 10 games. They're losing by a touchdown a game every game except the two they won. But, I mean, it's just Do you know brutal. how much the Browns are getting outscored by, by the way? Um, 146. 141, but yeah. Okay. Well, Still. I was close. <laughs> You're drunk. It's fine. They played 11 games. They're minus 141 in point differential. It's pretty bad. 
The thing about the Jags is they're bad at all facets of the game. So that's kind of cool. I thought their defense was a little improved. They've allowed 265 points. That's among the worst in the league. Okay, never so. mind. Well, it might be because Blake Bortles keeps throwing pick sixes. Yeah. It's like three per game he averages. Um, That's not true. He's got 13 picks total. So that's. Yeah, I know. I'm, you know, it's hyperbolic, okay? Yes, it is. It's okay. hyperbolic. Although I think they were saying on red zone, didn't they say he's at like 10 pick sixes in his career or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Which sounds like a lot since he's only been playing it's for like two Matt and a half Schaub years. numbers. Yeah, it kind of is like Matt Schaub. So what's Jacksonville going to do? And I don't mean um, are they going to keep winning or losing? They're obviously going to keep losing for of a while. Of course they're right? going to lose, yeah. Should they cut bait on Bortles after this year? Should they hang in there, give him another chance, run it back one more time? All right, let's ask ourselves this question. Yeah. Is there a team out there that would trade something valuable for Bortles? Okay, that's a cool question. Yeah. I am thinking. I'm struggling to come up with an answer. Could the most that is the no. two most terrible teams make a trade? You the think Browns the Browns are going to trade for Bortles? They, maybe the Browns would give up like a seventh-round pick for Bortles. Something like that. Oh, what a disaster if they get a seventh-round pick <laughs> for Bortles. I mean, what are they supposed to get for him? Maybe a sixth-round pick? If they're like, oh, we if, did it. We got a sixth-rounder from the Browns. that's all we you can him. do, you got to give him a couple more years and see if it works out. Like, maybe he's better than it looks. Maybe you, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't trade Blake Bortles for a sixth or seventh-round pick. No. Right? It's, you'd rather too, just, it's too early in the career of a third-overall pick yeah, to you, trade him for you that. Gotta, like, there's a chance he's going to blow Although, up. Although, I guess Achilles Smith was the third-overall pick, yeah. and he was like out of the NFL in three or four years. He was he? very bad. Yeah. Yes. Very, very bad. How did that happen? How did he get third overall? Tim Couch, I think the same year, was the first overall pick. That's a disaster it of a year. It was a tough, yeah. tough year for everybody. I mean, I don't just mean football teams. I mean everybody. So we can all agree Blake Bortles looks exactly like Pete Sampras. <laughs> like if Blake, Blake Bortles doesn't even have curly I, hair. Is Pete Sampras married to somebody famous? Uh, he's married to some like uh, model or movie star or right. something. Whoever that woman is, yeah. Blake Bortles could walk into that house and make out with that woman, and she would be none the wiser. Mm, they could do the old switcheroo? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Pete that. Pete Sampras could go make out with Blake Bortles' wife or girlfriend or whoever Blake Bortles is. He's got is. both a wife and a girlfriend. Well, of course he does. Yeah. He's Blake freaking Bortles. I mean, come on. The guy looks like Pete Sampras. Of course he has a wife he's and a girlfriend. He's the king of Jacksonville. <laughs> the golden son of Jacksonville. I think he's the king of Jacksonville. Yeah. Someone else is the golden son. Who? Chris well, Ivory? You put me on the spot there a little bit. The TJ Yeldon and probably. TJ Yeldon. The thing is, there's no other sports teams in Jacksonville, right? Nope. So it's And there won't be, a... be any within the next five or six years. Oh, wow. You're, you're... They'd be moving to London, son. I mean, you heard what Allen Robinson said. He what felt is... more at home at Wembley than in Jacksonville. Yeah. He said that. It's going to be weird when there's only one team that is far, far away, an ocean separating one team from it's the rest of the league. It's going to be difficult for scheduling, and the fairness of the game will be but, compromised. But the good news is, eh, if it hurts the Jaguars, they lose anyway. You they know, always no lose. Upset it's about fine. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. but Blake Bortles is a disaster. But is that the point you're making? He's um, bad. He's bad yeah, at football. I mean, I wanted to He's talk about... He's good at tennis. <laughs> he is. It might be the same guy. Let's hold on okay, a second. Okay. Let's let's we're let's about to move on, but let's just bump the brakes here for a second. Blake Portals looks unnaturally old for like a 24 year old, right? He's got like the Greg Oden disease. He does not look that old. I don't feel like you've ever looked like a picture <laughs> I feel of Blake. Like you've you, only... you number one, don't think he looks like Pete Sampras, <laughs> and number two, don't think he looks old. I am 30 years old. You're looking at me right now. Yeah. Who looks older, me or Blake Bortles? You He's look, like 23 years old. You look weirdly young, though. You could be 18 in like a college. I do not sure. look that young. You're wearing a There are many hat. videos of me on the internet. You can look at them and judge for yourself. Yeah, Blake true. Bortles looks like he's 58. I think Blake Bortles only- is going to die soon. <laughs> like, he's applying for AARP, all that, all, all the shit. 
I feel like you have only ever seen photos of Pete Sampras, but think somehow there are pictures of Blake Bortles, and it's confused you. I How would I know which was which? If one's holding a football <laughs> or a tennis racket, that's how I can tell. If you're wearing a polo shirt, it's probably Pete Sampras, yeah. but they kind of like that shit in Florida, so it they might be do. Blake Bortles. Well, it's hot out. Yeah, it's hot, and polo shirts are cool there. The ladies love the polo shirts. In Florida. In Florida. Yeah. Yeah, not everywhere. But Blake Bortles, like, what if you... I wish we... Just pull up a picture of Blake Portals and tell me how old is that man? Because it's like 38 is the minimum. All right, here's what we're going to do. That guy is older than fucking life itself. All right. I'm going to give all the listeners a chance to participate. Please. We're at Drunk Sports Show, so you can tweet at us. You really didn't say the Twitter handle very well. At Drunk Sports Show. There you go. Is that clearer for you? Should I do it like a sports thing? At Drunk Sports Show. No, I mean, you already failed at that. Okay. Yeah. Good point. So pull up a picture of Blake Bortles. You can do it as you're listening to this right now. And just send in how old you think he is at Drunk Sports Show, and uh, we'll pick one lucky winner. Okay. And what are we going to give him? Uh, nothing. No, let's give him something. Uh, they'll get a shout-out. Let's give him something else. What else? Let's mail him something. No. Yeah. No. We're going to mail you something. Nope. We don't want your address. You know what else? I claim that most people... I've, I've claimed this for years and years. And this yeah. is about celebrity lookalike stuff. Okay. <laughs> and it has to do with the NFL. Okay. I've said this for years and years, and nobody agrees with me. Maybe <laughs> if I get the right picture. But at the right angle, Troy Palmalu looks exactly like Mark Wahlberg. It's real. Look it up, people. I'm struggling. to. Th- I'm thinking of all different sorts of angles. <laughs> now, the right angle for Troy Palomalu or for Mark, Mark Wahlberg? Troy Palomalu. Yeah. I'm thinking of him like in the whole 360, which is that slowly <laughs> rotating. I never, I'm not seeing Mark Wahlberg in any of them. I'm eliminating the hair, just so you know. Yeah, of course. You it's have to eliminate face. the hair. It's the face. Yeah, I'm not seeing it, but maybe I'll look again. I'm willing to look again. Yeah. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. That but he doesn't look that. anywhere near as much like Mark Wahlberg as Blake Bortles looks like Pete Sampras. Those guys look the same. All right. They're the same person. They're not. He's 54. (laughs) How old do you think Pete Sampras is? I'm going to guess 49. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's my guess. All right. Moving on. Okay. To another quarterback. One who's had a little bit more success, though, you might say. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He does like that. He does. like, And now he has, like, multiple new catchphrases. I don't know what they are, but he's been saying stuff like, that's the stuff, or you know, something, something like that. I don't think it's he just that's shouts at people. Stuff. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. <laughs> yeah, he shouts he has at to people. Repeat it. That's yeah. his whole thing is repeating. Anyway, so Washington did not sign him to a long term deal after last season. He chose not to, right? Well, no, both of them. Like Washington did not offer him a huge deal. They offered yeah. him a medium range deal, and he decided instead to sort of bet on himself. And try and, you know, cash in at the end of this year. He did, in fairness, sign a $20 million guaranteed deal just for this year. So, so I mean, anybody who's not a complete moron, he's probably set for life. Right. But he, who knows? You know, athletes tend to be pretty bad with money. Also, you know, the kind of pool he's, you know, swimming in at this point, $20 million is nice. But he's thinking about $120 million, right? I mean, that's the kind of money he's hoping to accrue now over the course of his career. So, right. he wouldn't want to screw that up if he could avoid yeah. it, you know. So, anyway, he's doing pretty good. He is. I think he's going to get it. He's having a very, very good year. The Redskins, and I know you hate it when I say that name, and I wish I hadn't said it because I don't. Didn't you hate it when it. you say that name? I do. I, I I apologize to our listeners. The Redskins, the Federales, the Senators, the Washington Football Team, they uh, they're probably gonna have to resign that guy. Yeah. Even though I mean, he tore up Green Bay, and Green Bay has the worst set of quarterbacks anyone's ever seen. The the when they had that display on Sunday Night Football where they were showing the passer rating against each of the cornerbacks, yeah. the lowest was like one twenty eight or something. They had them ranked. They had them ranked for like, and they were like 
Worst in the league, second worst in the league, third worst in the league, yeah. and fifth worst in the league. I mean, it was insane. But Kirk Cousins has been crushing it for the second yeah. year in a row. He's going to get a huge deal. It's a almost huge imp- deal. It's impossible that he, he can't at this point, right? So Washington just basically has to break the bank and sign him, right? By the way, if anyone's wondering when we're talking about he's having a great year, he's got over 3,000 yards passing, 67% completion, uh, eight yards per attempt. That's very strong. Yeah. 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 99 uh, passer rating. And they're doing okay as a team. And they're winning, right. Yeah. So he is, I mean, he's not like superstar or anything close to that, right? But he's looking like, you know, in the, between the seventh and ninth best quarterback in the league, right? Who could have thought back, you know, four years ago that between Cousins and RG3, Cousins would be the guy that's going to get this huge contract. Yeah. And although RG3 got hurt... Even when they were eventually both healthy again, although maybe RG3 never was really healthy again. That's but quite that, possible. But that Cousins could be this good period really says something about Washington's drafting. Like, Washington traded up to get RG3 correctly because before RG3 got hurt, he was amazing. Yeah, he was the best rookie that year for sure. He won rookie of the yeah. year. He had a passer rating over 100. The, the team was great, and he looked amazing. If he didn't get hurt, he would have probably run all over the NFL for the next decade. Yeah, right? that's possible. Uh, and Kirk Cousins, who they took in the fourth round as a backup, now is going to get... Big time cash, and he's going to be their starting quarterback for the next seven years yeah. or whatever. And he says crazy stuff. It's fun. He gets yeah. all he gets all uppity. He got he got awesome. all in the general manager's face after this most recent game and shook his hand, but also said something like, "You like that? Now you like that, huh? Yeah, huh? something like that." But you know, I think he was being just. I think he was just pumped up. I don't right. think he was trying to like taunt the guy. Or I don't anything. think I like Kirk Cousins. It's hard to like Kirk yeah. Cousins. He looks like a um, douchier Aaron Eckhart. I mean, we're always going to talk about Aaron Eckhart every time we do a podcast. Well, but that's like, you know, everyone can drink now. Here's the thing. If you weren't already playing the drinking game, the here's other Here's the thing about Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. There's no version of him that looks douchey. But look how douchey. I mean, he really does look sort he of like a douchey. He showed me a picture. He kind of looks that way. Yeah. But, but like a fratty, douchey, younger Aaron Eckhart. Please the name of Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> Thank you for smoking is wonderful. I Frankenstein was a, is an underrated masterpiece. See? You see? <laughs> anyway, Kirk Cousins, he's going to... I had that I Frankenstein thing all queued up. He's going to get the deal, and in the market we're in in the NFL, he's going to deserve it. What kind of deal do you think he's ultimately going to get? I think he's going to get $22 million a year. How much guaranteed? I think he's. Uh, I think it's going to be a four-year deal. Okay. I think he's going to get $58 million guaranteed. Okay, that's not that's he's definitely not going to get that. Okay, much. but that's cool. You know, you're a little drunk and you didn't do any research on no, this. No, I just guessed. So that's fair enough. Um, I did a little looking. Uh, Russell Wilson, who was this was just last year, he signed his deal. He got thirty one million dollars guaranteed and got fifty seven million, sort of locked in over the first three years. Okay, so so he's making about nineteen million a year, but he gets the thirty one million guaranteed. That guaranteed money is is what he's looking for. I would guess Cousins is going to sign a very similar deal. Okay, ultimately. fair enough. His the deal may look a little different because they always add extra years, so maybe like five or six years. But in reality, it'll be a three year deal. You know, just like this. Okay, cool. Russell Wilson is better than Kirk Cousins. Yes, I'm everyone, go out on a limb and say that everyone would rather have Russell Wilson. Yeah. than Kirk Cousins. How many quarterbacks are better than Kirk Cousins? Let's do it. You ready? You said seven to nine. I, I just sort of made that up though. Let's Peyton ready. Manning. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, those guys are good. Okay, Tom Brady. He's, yeah. Russell Wilson. Yes. Cam Newton. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Dak Prescott? I can't say that yet. But come on, man. That guy's I'm, crushing I'm it. I'm not ready to say that yet. He's we're, we're 11 games in. I'm not there. Well, we know it's not Blake Bortles. <laughs> no, he's got Blake Bortles beat. You already sure. said Drew Brees? Yeah, I did. Matt Ryan. Okay, I guess we're going to have to say Matt Ryan's having a Matt great Ryan year. Matt Ryan for sure. Okay. Uh, Big Ben. Philip Rivers? Yeah, I think so. So that's already We're eight. at eight. Yeah. And we could probably think of one or two more if we work Derek hard enough. Derek Carr? Yeah, okay. That's 
Yeah. They're both pretty. I mean, both of them could still fall off. You know, they're both. But I, I guess so. It's close. That's a close one. Yeah. Oh, luck. Luck for Andrew sure. Andrew Luck. Okay. Yeah. So maybe he's more like 10, 11, 12. Yeah. But okay. But yeah. that's, you know, that's $20 million. And Dak might be better than him, like already. I mean, it's so weird. Dak is so good, man. I mean, Tony Romo as the starting quarterback of the Broncos next year might be better might than be him, better. too. Yeah. Right? But maybe the, not. The Dallas Cowboys might have two quarterbacks that are better than Kirk Cousins. That's weird. Yeah. But there's a whole generation of quarterbacks that are going to retire in the next year or two, right? Yeah. Drew Brees, Tom Brady. No, Brady's going to play until he's 50. He okay. said so. Yes, I know. Uh, Tony Romo. Maybe Big Ben. That's four guys who are just, and, and we just lost Peyton Manning as well, but four guys who have just been around forever and been crushing it. I hope you heard that because that was number seven. Number seven. Lucky. Sorry, that wasn't close enough to the microphone. No. That's why I said I hope they hear These it. These are borrowed microphones, so I'm trying not to get them wet. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're trying to borrowed do. Borrowed for like three years. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. we had a, a nice friend who yeah. lent us these really nice microphones. Yeah, it's cool. Because they like what we do. That's cool. Anyway, so yeah, so there's going to be this generation of quarterbacks that's about to go away. And then a guy like, uh, who are we talking about here? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Wow. What happened to your mind? I was thinking about Dak Prescott and how you're already pushing. Am I the one who is drinking or are you the one who is drinking? You are the one. Also, Pete Sampras, Blake Bortles. (laughs) I was expecting that. I saw that coming. I'm sorry. That wasn't very well veiled, but usually I'll do a better job. Yeah. Still, I think it's worth talking about more. Okay. Go ahead. No, there's nothing else. Just, (laughs) Just look it up. I just wanted to say this. You're saying that I want to stick with the Aaron Eckhart, Pete Sam. Uh, gosh, you think you Kirk think Cousins? You think Kirk Cousins and Aaron Eckhart are more similar looking yes. than Blake Bortles yes. and Pete Sampras? Yes, I am re enraged about this. <laughs> this is insanity. Here's to what me. I'm going to say. I'm going to make this claim right now. If Aaron Eckhart had a son he didn't know about, it could be Kirk Cousins. Kirk Aaron Cousins, Eckhart's like 12 years older than Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, Eric Eckhart's a freaking stud, Bo. Bo. <laughs> What? what the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> That's like a cool thing. Do you have thing. a better celebrity lookalike? What? Like, you got anything better? Why would I need a better one than that? That's amazing. It's terrible. That's incredible. If, Barely. If Kirk Cousins showed up on Thanksgiving morning, knocking on the door, and Aaron Eckhart Holmes like, Kirk Cousins, it's amazing to see you. What are you doing here? And Kirk Cousins, a one sol- solitary tear dropped down from his left <laughs> eye, and he said, it's just great to see you. Dad, I would, oh. Aaron Eckhart drops his groceries, the two grocery bags that are in his hand, <laughs> they fall to the ground, the eggs shatter, and they hug the way men hug. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that idea. Thanks. Let's have that happen. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I'm just saying, at this very moment, yeah. it's possible that Pete Sampras is in Blake Bortles' house, <laughs> and Blake Bortles is in Pete Sampras' house, and nobody knows besides those two guys. Wow. Wow. It's possible. That's amazing. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Okay, we're going to move on to our you final. Got any, you got anything else? Final NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, the Cincinnati Bengals, who we've referred to a few times already tonight. Blow. Yeah, they suck. They're they supposed to be good. are struggling. It's the first time in the, the Red Andy Rocket. Dalton. Yeah, first time in the Andy Dalton era that they're almost certainly not going to make the playoffs. I think five years in running. Well, now they're in a the bad playoffs. division. So they could still make it. They're three, five, and one, I think. Really? I'm gonna look now because yeah, that you better sounds look. wrong. But I think I'm. I think right. they have four wins. I, maybe could they be four, six, and one? That's possible. I'm looking it up right now. Eleven games seem not a to lot worry. More I got it right than, here. Than they're, they're three, six, and one. Wow, it's worse than I thought. Oh man, I didn't realize three, it was that six, high. and one minus twenty-seven point differential. They're just not getting it done. Minus I mean, twenty-seven isn't that bad. No, no, they should be better than three, six, and one. They yeah. should be more like four, five, and one. Yeah, but 
You know, like you run a little bit bad. They just lost A.J. Green for the season. That's their best player. That's going to hurt. Vontez Perfect also got hurt. I don't know if it's how bad it is, but I know he got carted off. Um, also, Tyler Eifert's been injured and sort yeah. of ineffective for the most most of the year anyway, right? Sure. He's turning on a little bit lately, but what is up? Do you think that – I would think that with A.J. Green and Andy Dalton and a healthy defense, at least for most of the year – they would be better than this. Why is this happening in Cincinnati? That I don't have an answer to. Okay. I, I think their offensive line has been pretty bad this year, and that's not helping. But, I, you know, Giovanni Bernard also out for the year, by the way. Oh, that's right. That just, yeah. hap- that just happened as well. Yeah. So they're having some injury problems, for sure. Yeah. Um, they lost a lot of their receivers that weren't A.J. Green. That, they that's lost true. Muhammad Sanu and Marvin they lost Jones. Marvin Jones. And Those guys are just tearing it up in the rest of the league, too. <laughs> well, they were good for Cincinnati. They least. were. They, they filled their roles well. I mean, Cincinnati has Brandon LaFell and Tyler Boyd, both with 33 catches. It's not great. It's not really enough. It's not great. No. Eifert's been injured the majority of the year. He just came back. He might have helped them a lot earlier on if he That's was true. there. You know, it's... I don't know what it is. I think it's just probably variance. Yeah, you I know, agree. It's, it's like we talked about last week. It's small sample size theater in the NFL. And, like and if, the Bengals have... have a pretty good team, but you know sometimes this is going to happen. Yeah, like if Eifert maybe had been healthy all year, which you know wouldn't be crazy or anything like that. Yeah, maybe they win another game because of that. Maybe they get a little. Maybe they were a little unlucky. Maybe they normally win another game because of that. And they're five, four, and one right now. Maybe they win the tie instead of lose instead of tying. They're six and whatever, six and three, and we don't think anything of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't think it's like they suck, but they're just they're having a pretty bad run right now. Yeah. And it really does suck for them that A.J. Green is seriously injured, although it just came out that, or not just, but recently came out that he did not tear his hamstring. He just strained it. Oh. So he might be able to come back. Really? Before the end of the regular season, even. I mean, that's cool, but now I imagine they won't bring yeah, him back, Yeah, they'll just right? keep him on the bench. Cause, What's the point? Yeah. Oh, maybe they'll start winning some games again. I mean, yeah. the Red Rocket, he normally wins. He goes to the playoffs. That's his thing. Yeah, he's actually a pretty good quarterback. You know what he is? He's like the uh, like the fourteenth best quarterback in the league, right? Oh, okay, sure. Let's figure out who the top no, thirteen let's are. Not. Okay, let's not. Who All does right. he look like? Who does he look like? He looks like Mitch McGarry. Who's who's that? He's a oh, basketball oh, the, player. Oh, Mitch McGarry. Yeah. No, he looks like uh, he looks like the the ginger from Modern Family. They look the same. The ginger from Modern. F- no, he does. I know no, he they does. do not. They just, they just both have very orange hair. That's yeah, all that I is got. it. Uh, you have to get someone who's got like that hard curl thing going that he's got. Hard know? curl? He's got a hard curl. Is that a curling term? Are we talking about Canadian <laughs> sports now? I'm in. Let's talk. Okay. So drunk curling. Drunk. Well, that's how all curling is done. <laughs> I mean, Are you aware to. of that? Yeah, of course. Of Molson, course. baby. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I get it. Oh, there he. That's my, that's my Canadian. Oh, oh there he. Oh, there he. Yeah. That was a Scottish. No, yeah. Why, why, why are you curling? That's me being a Scotsman. Why, why, I'm a Scotsman visiting Canada, though. That's my thing. I'm a tourist. Oh, cool. Oh, is that curling? What, uh, what province are you in there? I'm in Ottawa. Great, great. Good province. <laughs> yeah, all right. Big Senators on. fan. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like normally we don't go too far afield. I think we just went too far afield there for our list. That was the time? Yeah, we finally well, did it. You're probably right. We finally, the Pete Sammer stuff, gold. <laughs> this may be too far afield. All right. What are you going to do? All right. We're going to take one last break. Grant's going to drink some more beers. We're going to come back to a little LTDFI because everyone loves it. It's quarter number four, and that means it's time for everybody's favorite section. That's beer number eight, I think. Beer number eight? Yeah. No, nine. Ooh. All right. Good. We need to be nine beers deep or so. Wait. Maybe eight. I don't. I have no idea. I'm saying nine. No, it's eight. It's eight. I can tell from the math. Well, I think you're going to have to get drunk or faster. I'm drunk. You know what? What? My job is hard. 
Yeah. I have to drink and talk about sports, kind of. <laughs> do the job. Yeah, then. it's tough. It's okay that it's hard. You can still do it, you know? We'll Just do your do job. job. Okay, I'm going to do my job. All right. Those of you who don't know, it's called Let the Drunk Fix It. This is where we pose problems to our friend, our drunk friend, Grant. Who's our friend? Our, me and the audience. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's You cool. and the audience are on one team and I'm on the other team? That is correct. We are against you. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. No, it's fine. Um, we pose problems and Grant, creatively and fun, sometimes anyway, comes up with pretty interesting and fun fixes. Sometimes I help out as well. Lots it's of, everyone's uh, favorite section. Lots of equivocation there. Yeah, you know. You don't really believe in let the drunk. I don't at all. This is not a good segment. (laughs) Don't (laughs) everyone turn it off. It's no good. It's terrible. No, this is actually our favorite thing to do on the whole show for sure. Okay, let's just get right into it, shall we? I was waiting for you to. Okay, keep fucking talking. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. This is what we. This is why we do the show. Things like that. Thomas Shimamoto. Okay, he sent in this. Suggestion for Let the Drunk Fix It. Awesome. Yeah. Of course. Nice to hear from you, Thomas. We only ever do Colin West and Jay Racker Let the Drunk Fix It. Because those guys are super fans and we respect them a lot. Oh, yeah. But it's great to have another person with a voice. We've definitely been hearing a a bunch from both those guys recently and we're definitely going to have some of their thoughts in future shows coming up. I think we should cut them off. No. Straight cold turkey. Don't do that. They're going to take you seriously, bro. I don't mean it, Colin and Jay. (laughs) I promise. Anyway, back to Thomas. He, of course, tweeted at Drunk Sports Show and hashtag that puppy LTDFI. Wow, he did everything right. I don't know if he did that last one, but it's fine. Okay. You made that up. Yeah. So you lied he, to me. Yeah. How, li- how, how can we have a relationship where I fix problems that yeah. you pose to me yeah. if you're going to lie to me about the problems? How can a problem be fixed if it's not the real problem? All I want is you to try to fix something. It doesn't have to be real. I'm not a good handyman. No. Not good at that stuff. No, you're not. No. I believe that. Yeah. So, Thomas (laughs) Shimamoto. Okay. Thank you, Thomas. Asks us to simply, and I say us, I really mean you, of course, to simply fix football and NBA halftime shows. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Because you know what? I think it's fair. They mostly blow. All right. So. What happens at the halftime of a football game at this point? I don't like know. Like 10th graders go out and I play never see like that. for the four only minutes? Reason, the only reason I sometimes know what happens on NBA halftime shows is from going to games, but excuse me, just burping. Also from when you have NBA League Pass, yes. a lot of the local stations will air what's actually happening at halftime. Which is kind of cool as someone who has League Pass himself. You get to see that, but it's often pretty terrible, right? Right. So uh, they're, they're different Animals here, the NFL and the NBA okay. halftime show. So let's break it down. Let's do it. Which we do on another podcast called The Breakdown. Wow. Nice synergy. Give us some money. Anyway, so in NBA halftime shows, they always do the thing where, well, not always, but so frequently, where the guys jump on the trampolines and do the, the flippy dunks. That's one of it. They often do that during timeouts and stuff, too. But I think yeah. you should be, if we can come up with a fix for all those things, timeouts as well, that would be cool. I don't know if it's possible. Timeouts in. Yeah, I don't want to put too much pressure on you. All right. Whatever works. But, yeah, they do a lot of that. The halftime shows at the NBA that I can think of are Quick Change, which is that guy and that woman who dance around and keep changing their outfit, like, really quickly. It's like a big magic trick. Okay. And then Red Panda, the woman who has who flips the, uh, whatever those things are, like the porcelain, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Pops yeah. onto her head while she's on a unicycle. Yeah, I've seen that. That's about it. Okay, so, um, okay, I'm going to do this for the NBA, but I, let's just assume everything is applicable to the NFL as well. Let's assume and if, it. And if it's not, we might have to go on a bit of a tangent. Oh, no problem. Which is fine, because it's let the drunk fix it, and that's where we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to speak as douchely as possible. You did it. It worked? Yeah, I feel like you and Aaron Eckhart All right. are both looking so at... So this has been yeah, a okay. fix before, but the answer is more gambling. 
More gambling. More gambling is the answer. So okay. imagine an NBA arena. Imagine you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan. I'm doing it. And you're going to a Milwaukee Bucks game. Yes. Halftime happens. It's terrible. It's boring yeah. as shit. It's awful. You want to die. That's how bad it is. It's bad. Pete Sampras or Blake Bortles is there. You're not, not sure, sure which one. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell which one. Uh, all right. So you know how on uh, back in, in the Regis days, I don't know how they do it anymore because I haven't seen the show forever, but whose line is it anyway? Sure. The audience will vote on stuff. Um, yeah, sure. They'll like right. clap maybe sometimes. Yeah. For things. So in, people love gambling. This is yes. just a fact. Pe- yes. People love gambling. Americans love gambling. So instead of all the bullshit shows they do, you have like uh, a guy who has never ridden a motorcycle before. <laughs> he has yeah. to ride the motorcycle from one side of the court to the other. Yeah. And everybody on their chair has a thing that's like, will he make it or not? And you get to bet however much money you want on that. And it's also great for the team because they get all of the, the rake, all right. the revenue. Because it's all yeah. minus 110, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it an is. incredible rake. Yeah. yeah. It's great for the team. So you got like Joe Schmo over there, never ridden a motorcycle in his life, scared as shit, <laughs> you know, terrified. Yeah. He's, got, he's getting on this Harley and he has no training whatsoever. And he his job is to get from one side of the court to the other without putting his feet on the ground and okay. not falling over. Right, and you can bet as the audience. Everybody has in their chair the ability to bet. I got to tell you, not only is that an incredibly good idea, yeah, but I don't even know if we need the gambling. <laughs> I think just watching people do things that are very dangerous for the first time ever would be an incredible halftime show. You're totally I would right. love to see that. You're totally right. Yeah. Maybe the gambling is not even a part of this. Usually you would need gambling for something, but like this guy's going to ride a motorcycle for the first time ever, and he's yeah. got to go you know, 100 feet or 150 feet. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, I'd be a little worried about, you know, the spectators for something like that. What if he drove straight into, you know... It's part of the deal. photographer's <laughs> row or something. <laughs> it's part of the deal. <laughs> it's too bad, you know? Wow. So, something's ending in tragedy. That's just life. Okay, what are other kinds of things besides ride a motorcycle for the first time, which someone might do in this situation? All right. Um, somebody might... You, you set up the dunk thing, but yeah. nobody's ever done it. The guy, give it to a guy who's never done it before and let him try to do the dunk thing okay. with, with, with the trampoline that's kind of cool that guy's gonna get hurt for sure right <laughs> is it there's a chance yeah. what if we set up you know that there's those um i don't know if these things exist i don't think they do but i'd like them to and maybe one day in the near future um a sort of a trampoline type thing like a little box you know those like they have them in the olympics maybe where you jump on them and you go really high if you and you can sort of set like the level of pressure i feel like torque. you're just making that shit up i feel like i am too you're absolutely and making you jump that on up. it and it really makes you go it's high it's like a you, video game so like the person yeah it's sort of like being mario and the person like actually adjusts the torque but they've never adjusted before they don't know what any of the numbers mean you know and they have to dunk if they dunk they get like a thousand dollars but so they might like go too high and really hurt themselves I mean, that would be great, but I don't think what you said exists. <laughs> Maybe I one think that's day. just bullshit. Maybe one, come on, Amazon, invent yeah. that for me, man. Yeah. All right. They could do drunk sports at halftime. Drunk sports. You mean yeah. actual drunk sports yeah. where they're like playing sports drunk? Is that what you mean? Yes. That's yeah. actually what I mean. <laughs> where <laughs> so you have you have like the real teams and the fake teams. Yeah. The fake teams are drunk. You have like the the five best drinkers from Milwaukee and the five best drinkers from Dallas get hammered during the first half and play. You know, a short game of basketball at halftime. Just destroyed. Obliterated. That's kind of they interesting. They have no idea where I they think. are. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, that might be interesting. You play You play. Uh, some, what's the song? Something that's like the goofy song for when comedy's happening. Physical comedy's happening. Oh, the Benny Hill song? Yeah, like, you play, but, uh, yeah. I don't you know, play that the whole time. I don't want to sing it because I don't want us to get sued. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that would be really awful. I'm sure they're listening and yeah. whoever owns the copyright to the Benny right. Hill music. 
Yeah, some of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about for the NFL? With, I mean, some of that would apply. Like the motorcycle thing I could see for sure. Oh, in the NFL, you could do like ride a horse if you've never ridden a horse before. Right. In the NFL, you have a little bit more space. You could, you yeah. could, you could involve some fire arrows maybe. Oh, I like that. Like, oh, archery in general is Archery good. in general, yeah. Like you could, do, you, oh, you could do a William Tell. Have someone take his son, his 13-year-old son, put an apple on his head. We'll give you $10,000 if you hit <laughs> I don't know if that would be arrow. legal. I don't know if that's a good fix. Why, well, everyone would be really interested in that. They would be, but I don't think it would be legal. Why not? Why are you suddenly worried about legality when you're saying the motorcycle runs Oh, no, I've already, I've already talked to the proper authorities about that Oh, that's one. okay? Yeah. Okay, you've checked it out? Yeah. Fair enough. Pete okay. Sampras is fine with it. <laughs> well, he, I mean, Blake Bortles. I don't know which one I talked to. Uh, either way, they're the, that one of those two guys is the shadow commissioner of the NBA yeah. anyway, so it's not an The issue. shadow commissioner. Yes. I love that. I want my title at some point in my life to be the shadow commissioner. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, isn't yeah. it? That yes. means I have a lot of power. If I'm oh a shadow commissioner or something, I am like really pulling the strings. I mean, everybody wants to meet with you, but no one really knows who you are. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's the deal. I get one of those kidnapper voice things for like <laughs> conference calls. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what gender this you is, are. How this old is you? the shadow commissioner. Break James Harden's knee. <laughs> it's good. You know, it's good because the NBA needs it. Also, the motorcycle thing sounds great. Yeah, do it. Of course it does. Yeah. Everybody's going to do the motorcycle. But thing. the William, no William Tell thing. I don't want the kid to die, you know? Okay, that's what you're worried about? Yeah. We could um, have the kid wear some sort of armor type thing covering, like, the vital parts of his body. What's so, the like, point, the, then? Well, no, the arms and the legs are still exposed. Oh, okay. So he could still get really badly hurt. That's a great <laughs> idea. Everybody loves that idea. But, but he won't die for sure. Okay, great. He'll just be hurt, and his unless, father will be the one who have done it, so it's fine. sepsis later from the wound. That is, you know, that's on the hospital, bro. That's yeah. malpractice. Okay. You cannot blame. Who are you, you going to sue? You're going to sue the dad who shot his son with an arrow? <laughs> 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 For the sake of the publicity of I mean, a team? No, you got to go after like the arrow-making company, I think. They probably have the most money of everyone, right? <laughs> Do arrow-making companies have a lot of money? I don't feel like there's that many arrows. I mean, it's, it's either them or the bow company. I mean, I think the arrow company's got to be doing oh, better Oh, the bows the bow cost company. way more than the arrows, Yeah, right? of course. So, that's the point, right? Yeah. But there's all these different the companies bows. make the same thing. I mean, bow companies make arrows. That is arrow re- that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Really? You've said stupid things really? before, but that's the that's, dumbest that's thing That's what you're ever. going for? Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Wow. Wow. Do, 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 does freaking Ford make tires? No, of course not. Good point. Thank you. You owned me. I did. No, All you're right. wrong. I, you know what? What? Both companies make arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a stand on that. They for sure do. Okay, can we get back to the, the NFL for a second here? Sure. So um, we're not allowed to do William Tell, apparently, even though I have the kid protected except for his arms and his All legs. Right. I, got a, I got an NFL fix. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, so the NFL has all of the space and it's outdoors. Yeah. So this would have to be a fundamental change to the way NFL stadiums are built, but it's fine. It's worth it. I promise Roger Goodell, stop being a dick about it. So you're going to have a moat surrounding the the field. Love it so far. Right. Easy to do, too. And inside the moat, you're going to put gladiators at halftime, a la Rome, right? And we're just going to have gladiators get murdered inside the the moat, you know? You have... I'm gonna have. I got some questions. Okay. <laughs> First of all, if this was to be a big hit, if people are really into it, yeah, it would sort of make the NFL game secondary to the murder, right? Don't you but think the ratings would, would be so high? People would only really want to see the gladiators. I don't mean they're gonna get murdered. Like, is that the only point is them to get murdered? You're gonna re- reenact historic battles, yeah. as they as they did before, but people will die. People will have to die. Yeah, <laughs> they have to for it to be realistic. I mean, I think that you may run into some legal issues with that. You're worried about William Tell type stuff. This is probably much worse. Oh, there aren't going to be any kids involved in mine. 
It's gonna be fine. Well, if you're reenacting the battles, there are some kids. You have to do it. You have to do it authentically. No, you just dress them up like kids. Oh, yeah. interesting. Interesting. They're far away. The audience is far away. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Sure, why not? That wasn't, that wasn't a great one. That was a little that was a little less good. Than, I tried to pull it out and it didn't it work. Was a, it's like it can't be perfect. Yeah. You know? It's okay. Yeah, can't no, be perfect. This is a quality, quality drunk fix it moment for sure. Okay. Okay, I think I think we've answered that one. Yeah. I feel like we did that pretty well. It's, it's kinda. No, no, that's good. That okay. was good. No, no, don't don't you feel bad about that? That was a strong solve, I would say. All right. We have one more. Let cool. the drunk fix it moment here. Grant, Thanksgiving's just around the corner. Oh, goodness. And, you know, that's a time when people get together with their families and hold hands and talk about what they're grateful for. Great. But, you know, one family that's not going to be happening? Who? Aaron Rodgers' family. Oh, baby. That is correct. Uh, Tyler Dunner Bleacher Report reports that Aaron Rodgers has not spoken to his family since December 2014. Christmas gifts for Aaron Rodgers are mailed back to the family. And the family was told it is not welcome in Green Bay anymore. Do you know why? I certainly do not. There's no, there's no explanation why. No, I think he's not sharing that, that data, or no one's sharing that data, or maybe no one knows what that. What the hell happened? Something really big happened. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. That's a, I mean. That's a big deal. <laughs> that's a really big deal. It seems like, I don't know, someone was rejected, or I don't know what. There's some lack of acceptance going on in some way, right? What? It's so weird. Like, what? Okay. So there's, there's a few. So the bigger thing. For you is to fix their problem, like fix now, the Rogers family. Fix the Rogers family so they can have Thanksgiving together once again. It's hard to do without <laughs> knowing what the problem is. Fix, but. fix the Rogers family. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> All right. There's, I mean, okay. Okay. It's, and to be clear, it seems like they're reaching out to him, and he's refusing their, you know, their right. entreaties. Well, I've watched a lot of TV shows in my life. Yeah. So I, I have a bit of an idea of how to do this. Right. It's, it's this is a classic move. All right. So. You kidnap all of the Rogers. This is a good start. All of the ones who are are in contention with each other, including yeah. Aaron Rodgers, of yeah. course. He's the most important. Make sure you get him first because you don't want the other Rodgers to get kidnapped and then the authorities are known. They're, they're going to protect Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Like they have to. The golden son of Green Bay. He is indeed. You, yeah. You, you got to protect that guy. So he won't be protected. We'll get him first, right? Okay. You know, maybe beat him up a little bit, but that's just for <laughs> <Aaron> fun. Rodgers? <laughs> that's just for fun. because you're a Bears fan? Yeah, it is. Ah, I'll take a few shots at him, too. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Because you're a Patriots fan? Sure, why Just not? He's in, uh, yeah, why not? I mean, who, how often do you get the chance to punch Aaron Rodgers? Right. I mean, not very often, right? you got to take it. It's a, right. it's a story you'll have for the rest of your all life. Right. So all the Rodgers family who's having trouble, yeah. you dump them all on an island. Okay. You don't give them anything but a machete. <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know if I like where this is going. Maybe a machete's a bad idea. Yeah, machete seems You don't give them there. anything but flint. How okay. about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seems so, safer. So they have to survive now. Yeah. Now... They're going to have to come together at some point. There's going to be like a moment. A few people are going to come of age. You know, there's going to be <laughs> emotional moments where people yeah. are really kind of learning something, not only about the person they're talking to, but also about themselves mm. simultaneously. And it won't be said in words, but you can tell by the way they look. You know, they just look like they just learn something. And it's just, you know, you got to have good actors play these people if you're going to make a movie about it, right? Because you can't really express everything in words that's happening because it's such a huge moment for the Rogers family. Right. Right. So Aaron Rodgers, he's he's going to, you know, at first, this is what's going to happen. He's going to go to the other side of the island. Sure. He's going to ignore all of them. Yeah. He's going to be like, I'm an athlete. I can figure this out. You know, he's going to make a make a pointed stick and go, go search for fish, you know, dive in the water, try to stab a few fish. 
you know, maybe maybe in the second night he gets a tiny fish and he's so excited and he eats it really fast, you know. But it's it's just not going well. Yeah. And he's so sad, but he's the protagonist, you know, because he's Aaron Rodgers and yeah. his family's over there and they're they're working together. You know, they're learning a few things. They're even beginning the the very very first steps of agriculture. You know, they're finding seeds on the island. They're ready to build a society. And Aaron Rodgers is over there trying to stab fish with a pointy stick. Yeah. Like a fucking moron. Yeah. And and eventually he's he's starving so much he. Slowly, like, you see him coming from the distance. It looks like he's okay. But as he nears the rest of the family, he falls on his face. Yeah. And the brother that he has the biggest problem with, I don't know which one it is. Probably Jordan, right? Jordan, fine. Jordan, who has the biggest problem with, runs to him, weeping, picks him up, and he's like, give me some food. We need to help Aaron. And over the next month or so, as the Rogers family becomes more and more capable yeah. of of using this island for survival. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is nursed back to health. And when he gets back to health, he's still a little suspicious, but he's respecting them. He respects them because they saved his life and he understands they have a place for him. They have a place. <laughs> the end. Wow. Nice job. Yeah. Very nice. That's how that's how it goes. One of the things I really liked about that is that even at the end, it's not like a perfectly tied up bow. You know, he still is a little suspicious. Yeah. But things are better. Yeah. Things are on their way. We I see mean, that. In movies like that, at the end, it's like we're on our way. We're not going to have the full conclusion. It's like right. things could still get fucked up, but you know we have a start. Right. The conversation has begun. Sure. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. It's um. It's more like uh. Well, it's not like the parent trap, right? Because you're no. not parent trapping him. No, you're not parent trapping him. Everyone would be happy. No, he's trapping himself by being a terrible hunter and fisher. Right. Which yeah. which is obvious. Even though you'd think he'd be able to throw those sticks pretty well at things. He, he, he actually is terrible at that. <laughs> he's only good at throwing football-shaped things. Oh, he could make a ship. Could he not make a like a stick shaped like a football? Or maybe find a rock. That make just... a stick shaped like a football. <laughs> Do you want to repeat that? <laughs> I, I, I switched to a rock pretty quickly. In fairness, so he can make a rock shaped like a football. Maybe oh, he, he, find... Fi- he could find one, and then with the flint. Maybe, you know. No, that's not how flint works. You know what flint is? <laughs> flint is a very soft thing. It does not. You can gonna... use fire, though, to shape your no, rock. No, you cannot. Sure, melt it down, man. You melt that thing you down. You melt to... the rock? He's going <laughs> to melt the rock? <laughs> to a pointed head. On the island, he's going to melt the rock? <laughs> yeah, and it can't be too big because it can't be too heavy. You need the, you need the weight of a football. Too. Wow. That's important. That's all I got. Wow. You, th- you, think, you, would, you think you would melt in, like, like sort of mold some stitching into that into that rock on the side so it'd be well, easier to Well, he for sure rip. needs the stitching or else yeah. he can't throw up for shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucked. Woo. Other scenarios, you do that and Aaron Rodgers dies because he just he can't accept his family and he just starves. He eats, like, one crab by accident. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's That's over. That's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. Yeah. Ooh, wow, if Aaron Rodgers was like the guy who was cast away all by himself, he just wouldn't make it, I guess. No, he needs the Rodgers family, and that's what he'll learn. Right, that's he the He saw cast away when he was a kid, and he's like, I can be Tom Hanks. I'm, I'm Tom Hanks. Yeah, but then he tries it, and his family's over there, and he's like, I can't, I can't be Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was a special guy. I'm just a regular Joe at on best, this island. At best, I'm Pete Sampras. Right. You know, like, gonna that's not good enough. I with a tennis racket in my hand. Yeah. Which and- Pete Sampras will do. I almost guarantee that. <laughs> Wait, what exactly? Will you'll have a tennis racket in his hand? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, As he dies, he will be oh, holding a tennis racket. He'll die. With one. I was more picturing Pete Sampras like standing in the ocean, like you know, to a uh, water up to his knees with a tennis racket, trying to swat the fish oh, and knock yeah. them out so he could eat them. That's another movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's, it's a different thing, though. That's going to be a good movie. He's yeah, not he, going to have a family. Exactly. There. It's just him. Yeah. No. He, Pete Sampras and his family. And are Blake totally Bortles. Good. 
but nobody can tell. No, but Blake Bortles would be his stunt double, probably. Absolutely, he would. Hey, you came around. There you are. Oh, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. you did it. It's because I'm engaging in fantasy in LTDFI. That's right. Because everyone knows it's not real. I mean, Blake Bortles and Pete Sampras, not this other stuff. This no, other the stuff Blake completely. Bortles and Pete Sampras shit is real. That's right. They're probably brothers. Right. Let Blake me, Bortles is 48. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you one other question about the Aaron Rodgers family situation. Not about the incredible tableau that you painted, which really... Perfect. We don't need to do anything with that. Okay. That's like solved in some ways. But maybe if we took it back a notch. Why? To being in the real world, just for a second. What real world? What can Aaron Rodgers' family do so he'll, you know, accept their Christmas It's hard presents. to know without knowing what happened, without knowing what caused yeah. this problem. It is a little tougher, isn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe there's things that you can maybe, do. Maybe they just to, send like, really shitty like Christmas presents. <laughs> maybe they like, need awful. better presents. <laughs> maybe yeah. better, better wrapping paper, yeah. more attractive wrapping it's paper. It's like always a toaster or a fucking blender, and everyone's like, God, I don't want this fucking. It's thing. like Olivia, just put that with the other twelve blenders my family sent. What if it's just a years? huge misunderstanding, and Aaron Rodgers' family is reporting that this, and they're just like they're sending him these shitty, boring gifts. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, good, uh, a notebook for writing things down. <laughs> Great. Thanks, family. And he yeah. like puts it on the porch and accidentally somehow sends back, and that just keeps happening. And it happens for two years, and he's like, oh, has it been two years since I've seen my family? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty weird. busy. I got a lot going that's, on. That's you know, really weird. I had no idea. And his whole family's like, what's going on with Aaron? And he has no idea. What if Aaron Rodgers' address was like 3724, you know, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and instead they've been sending to 3722 Green Bay, Wisconsin oh, the shit. whole time, you know? That's probably... And it just keeps getting that's returned. That's the most likely scenario. Yeah, it's, it's much more likely than, you know, he's a bad guy and doesn't like his family or something. Right. That's ridiculous. Hey, just because he doesn't like his family wouldn't make him a bad guy. No, it's no. possible that it would. Of course. It's possible, but who knows who's at fault here? We don't. We don't, although we do know who's sending the presents, though, and who isn't. Aaron Rodgers isn't sending any fucking. So presents. if we're gonna guess, if we're gonna guess who the bad guy is, you know what else Aaron Rodgers oh, that isn't always the case. You know what else Aaron Rodgers isn't doing? What catching any fish on the island? <laughs> Not no. He's and, shitty at that. Yeah, right. And that's why you know he's ultimately gonna come back to his family, right? Because Jordan's gonna hold him in his arms, yeah, and nurse him back to health Aaron over the course needs of a month. Eat. He needs food. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a great time. Jordan will give. It, there's gonna be a beautiful moment. Yeah, where Jordan gives Aaron the last of Jordan's food, and Jordan then immediately passes out because he was so hungry for nutrients. Yeah, but he knows Aaron just barely needs it more than him, just barely. And Aaron has a realization at that moment that maybe this is real. Maybe this is maybe real. maybe this is really there's something that goes deeper than the things we say to each other and the ways we behave. I got caught know? up in my celebrity. Yeah, I didn't understand what really meant things. We're blood of our blood, man. You blood know? of my blood. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. And then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a great oh, good. way to wrap up the show. <laughs> okay, good. Everyone, thanks for listening to, uh, what is the show called? Drunk Sports. Yeah, that's what the show's called. <laughs> I was going to call it Let the Drunk Fix It. Tune in next week. Same time, same bad channel. It's going to be late Tuesday night probably when we put yeah. this thing out. We're going to talk more sports. Grant's going to continue to get drunk, and we're going to do some more Let the Drunk Fix It. Tweet it at us, at Drunk Sports Show. Good job remembering the Twitter. It's hard.